welcome to the Parents of Goers community. This podcast is for you and for me and for all of us, the stayers, as we choose to thrive with a child on mission. Welcome to the Parents of Goers podcast. I am Tori and I'm here with Mike. This is my global missions pastor at Cornerstone Church. Okay. And I am a parent of a missionary, a parent of a goer. And so that is how I qualify for this. So um, let's talk a little bit about how this whole idea for the ministry to the parents came about. Mm -hmm. So Tori, you actually kind of came to me with this this idea originally. And I've been working with parents for quite a while. I had a few different things here or there more in recent years that we've done, but you came to us with some more ideas about how to really help parents out because you've experienced what it's like to not know what's going on and stuff like that as a parent. And so, um, yeah, maybe you can share a little bit about like how you got to this point too. Yeah. So, um, I often say when my son Luke went off to summer camp as a child, I had a parent meeting, you know, reams of information, everything I could ever want to know about him spending a week, you know, 40 minutes away from me. But when he went off overseas as a goer, I got very little information. I think we had like maybe a parent breakfast and a few things, but I just felt at a loss for uh, information about where he was going, what he was going to do. And so about two years ago, I was finishing up my master's of theological studies degree and you were my missiology class mm-hmm. person. I don't know if you call yourself a professor. Yeah, I wasn't a professor. No okay, doctor well, going on here. <laughs> you, you, you were my teacher. Yep. And so the assignment was that we were supposed to design a missions program for our church. I thought we already had a pretty well established mission program, um, both international and, you know, in the States. And so I, um, as I normally do, changed the rules to the assignment. (laughs) And and I said, hey, I think we need a ministry to parents because we have so little information. And I feel like the parents are a little bit out of the loop. And so that's um, how this whole thing came about. The parents of goers um, kind of ministry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so far we've been doing some, you've been writing a lot of blogs. We've done a little interview at some point just on those blogs and we have a little bit of information on our site, just the global, uh, that cornerstonelife.com slash parents and stuff. It's got some, some things on there. Um, but where have you like wanted to take this to a, to a next level, especially with this podcast and then also just in general with the ministry, what's some of the vision that you've had? Yeah. So I think not only will we um, make parents feel more comfortable, but we'll have a better retention rate for our goers. Mm -hmm. Because oftentimes when I have spoken to to my own goers, um, sometimes they're in a place, right now they're actually home because they haven't gone abroad again since COVID, but sometimes they're in a place where the language has to be a little bit more um, guarded and we have to use safe language. And so they can't always fill me in on the details of their lives. Mm-hmm. And so that makes me feel anxious. And I feel like if we had more information coming from the mission organization that has sent our kids, that we can feel more comfortable with where they are and what they're doing. Because um, I've never been a goer. I've never been overseas living in a different culture. So I don't really have a sense of their struggles or um what they're actually doing. And so I feel like this ministry to, to 
the stairs, we're going to call the parents mm-hmm. the stairs, is a way to not only foster a better relationship with the kids and the parents, but it's also a way to um, increase the like the retention mm-hmm. of our our goers because from what I've read, um, it's not unusual for goers to return home just because of family tension. Is that very true. do you see that? Yes, this happens quite often for okay. sure. Happens quite a bit as people have kids too. That's a big time when when grandchildren come. Oh, along. when the when the goers have children. Yes, okay. when they actually have children and things like that. That makes it extra hard, which is understandable as a parent. I mean, your your grandparent, you've experienced this totally. now with your with your granddaughter having gone overseas. It's I mean, what what are some of the feelings that you've had as your <laughs> Yeah. I mean, and you're a very supportive parent. You like in terms of like you encourage your son to take perspectives mm-hmm. or, I, or he raised he, money, actually right? he actually paid for encouraged it or us, anyway yes. but either way like yeah. you you were helpful in that whole process so it's not like you're against the idea of missions but it was still hard for you to experience sending your son off and right. also uh having your granddaughter gone for a long time right so, and be born overseas mm-hmm, yes mm-hmm. um yeah, so some of my, uh, did you ask what some of my, like, tension? Yeah, just some of the anxieties or the tensions that you felt in that. Yeah, I think when you, we worked really hard to build a family culture in our mm-hmm. family, and and that was um, that was built on the fact that your family was going to be together and interacting a lot. And so when your child goes overseas, I think you give up a little bit of a, a dream of that togetherness mm-hmm. and maybe the future that you saw in your mind when they were children. And so you feel a little less part of their lives because of the distance, mostly, because there's a lot of great communication tools. And we'll probably have a podcast on that in the future on ways that you can communicate. But um, you feel, uh, you know, you go from knowing their every move when they're children, like your kids are now, to sending them off to college and being a little more hands-off, to sending them overseas and not even knowing where they live or what they're doing or their language. And so it's just, um, it's kind of a a sacrificing of what maybe I thought my life would be like. Mm -hmm. And so with the addition of now our granddaughter, um, yeah, it's hard to kind of not be vitally involved in her life and know her as a little girl. Mm -hmm. So those are some things that have been really, really hard for me um, and, and when they first went overseas, I, I wasn't familiar enough with the culture to be able to really even understand like what they were doing, how they were doing it, the term like house church and what that entailed. I just didn't have a familiarity, you know? So, so one of my goals with this ministry is to, um, not only decrease the tension between the child and the parents, but to to educate the parents, like I want them to know um, what their kids are doing. I want them to know about cultural things. I want them to know the meaning of mission. Why we're why our kids are doing what they're doing. Just having that sense of oh, I understand kind of what you're doing and what you're about and what your goal is, and that just makes me feel more at ease. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. yeah. So. And that's what something we certainly hope that parents will feel for sure, both to uh, be able to encourage your kids while they're overseas, but also to, for you to be able to understand what actually is happening in the lives of, of your kids. Because, uh, I mean, you know, kids are sometimes they're not as great about communicating what's what's going on. And even the yep. best kids like you've got uh, sometimes don't do a great job right. of being able to communicate what's going on. In and it's lives. even harder when they have to speak in language that's a little bit uh, what we say safe language or coded, mm-hmm. it's even harder to figure out what they're actually talking about. Mm-hmm. Sure. So they might use the term like club for church mm-hmm. and they might use the term fishing for going to share the gospel, mm-hmm. you know, or, or evangelize. And so sometimes you're having trouble following the conversation because we're using these different words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it makes it even harder. Yeah, that can create a lot of challenge and, yeah. and uh, inability to be able to understand. Um, now, certainly when you're able to like go over and visit them. Now, that is super, super helpful. helpful. And we'll also do a podcast on making the trip because that was probably the biggest thing that helped me understand what they were doing, where they were, kind of placed them in the neighborhood, understood their culture a little better just by spending some time there. So that's something I would really encourage parents to think about. Mm-hmm. But. Um, another thing that really helped me um, in kind of releasing my son was understanding why he was there. Why does he want to leave? You know, well, he wanted to leave because God wants to redeem the world and and um, reconcile it back to Himself. And so, once I understood that that was my son's goal is to play a part in that plan, then I was um, more hesitant to say like, "Oh, woe is me! I'm losing something." And I could say, like, oh, look, God has chosen my child to join him in this task of redeeming the world back to himself. And so I could see it as a real benefit and, wow, a glorious thing rather than something I was losing. Mm -hmm. So I think that shift in perspective helped me release him um, to God's care, because that's what we're doing is releasing our kids to God's care instead of feeling sorry for myself. And there are days where you had to come back to those truths, I'm sure. Uh, there are days I have to say them, even though I don't feel them. <laughs> yeah, because even, especially holidays or birthdays, those are hard. And you have to say like, oh, no, the, God has a bigger plan. I'm a small part of that. And my son is helping. Um, and we all are. We're all ambassadors for, for God's glory and to um, reconcile the world back to himself. But that's what he's there doing. He's not there because he didn't love our family. He's not there because he wanted to abandon us. He's there because he feel like God has called him to join him in his work. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And there's, there's parents on this, this podcast that um, will know a lot about that mission and be excited about it. There's parents that won't necessarily be as excited about that right. as well. But wherever you're at in this, like we certainly want to just validate that, hey, being apart from your kids is That's a hard, hard thing to do. If you believe in the mission of God, it's yep. still a very difficult thing. Still a difficult thing. Though. And I've, I believe in the mission of God, but, you know, if I weren't familiar with the mission of God and if I weren't a believer in that, it would be harder. But there are things that I can still relate to, not even understand that. It's, it's the whole separation thing. That's the hard thing about they're, they're really far away. You know, when my kids are little, like I could hear them in the night and instantly get to them. Well, if something's wrong with my children now, then I can't instantly get to them. Mm-hmm. So those are the those are the hard things. But you know, I'm always struck by, and I want to kind of wrap this up because we don't want to keep these people too long. They're busy people, and <laughs> um, and so I'm always struck by 
um, Luke 18, 29 through 30, and it says, Truly I tell you, this is Jesus speaking, Truly I tell you, no one who has left home or wife or brothers or sisters or parents or children for the sake of the kingdom of God will fail to receive many times as much in this age and in the age to come eternal life. So I think the blessing promised there is not only for the goer, not only for our kids um, as they go across the ocean, but I think it's also for the stayers. And I think it's for you listening um, as you stay here at home and live without your child as part of your everyday life. So with this podcast and with this uh, ministry that we've started, we want to bless you and your sacrifice. You've sacrificed um, by offering you resources like this podcast, like the blog post, just by being here for you and being kind of a sounding board and maybe be able to offer you some either commiseration or answers. So let us know what you want to hear. Um, we want to help you and we want to be a support to you on this journey. Great. Thanks for listening. Yeah. That's awesome. So stay tuned.